Set Us Free, Part Two, by Apostle Jacqueline Fedor. If you are one that loves the Lord, a born-again child that loves truth and has diligently sought after end-time knowledge, then you most probably have already heard God's call for separation from the world. Hopefully, you've made the correct choice and are now prepared to help establish His law back to the planet to restore its original order and harmony. You have also probably been made aware, one way or another, of what is called the conspiracy theory and are now watching with interest as the world takes a turn to bring to fruition Satan's plan for a one-world government, one-world religion, and banking with him as the unseen head. You are witnessing the world's churches in agreement with the governments of the world, fulfilling the prophecy that in the end all authority would be given to the beast, plus all the world's resources and wealth, to back its intentions. Revelation chapter 17 verses 12 and 13 speaks of these things. The ten horns, horns are symbolic of power and authority, which you saw are ten kings. Ten is the number of completion. This is symbolic of their complete power and authority because they own the majority of the world's wealth and resources. Who have received no kingdom as yet, they await kingship when the kingdom of darkness overtakes the earth. But they receive authority for one hour as kings. These pull the strings of those we can see in office from behind the scenes with the beast. These are of one mind. Their plot is to control the entire world and they will give their power and authority to the beast. Exciting times these are as heaven and hell meet face to face. Revelation chapter 17 verse 14 These will make war with the Lamb, and the Lamb will overcome them. For He is Lord of lords and King of kings, and those who are with Him are called, chosen, and faithful. It is Satan fighting through his bride Babylon and his government, the beast, against the bride of Christ, New Jerusalem and Zion, the government of the Lamb. Revelation chapter 19, verses 19 and 20. And I saw the beast, the body of Satan that consists of the kings of the earth and their armies, gather together to make war against him who sat on the horse, the wood, the body of Christ, and against his army. Then the beast was captured, governments of the world, and with him the false prophet, the voice of churches of the world, who worked signs in his presence by which he deceived those who received the mark of the beast, are in support of the beast and the false prophet, and those who worshipped his image, the world's people that trust and support those in his image. The United Nations reflect his image to the earth and carry out his plans. These two were cast alive into the lake of fire, burning with brimstone.
Satan's side is immense, but greater is Christ and his people than he that is in the world. Have you noticed those caught up in the world's churches are constantly worried about the problems that exist in the world and are still trying to figure out how to solve them? On the other hand, God's people have given up trying to solve them, understanding this can only be accomplished by God and are therefore more concerned about the rapidly growing number of people that are being drawn to Satan's side and his kingdom. Humanity as a whole is so engulfed in their personal lives that they're not aware of the big picture or the part they themselves have in fulfilling Satan's schemes. They are blinded to the fact those they are putting their trust in are planning the destruction of all they cannot serve them in some way. They don't see what was once a conspiracy theory has become reality that is more and more apparent every day. Just as sin has blatantly walked out of the closet and manifested itself through the church, the governments, indeed all the world systems, and especially the ones that are behind it all, are emerging as well. Are they ashamed? No. Are they embarrassed? No. You have to wonder, is there any fear of the Almighty? Do they truly even believe in Him? Hebrew chapter 10 verse 31 warns, It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Matthew chapter 10 verse 28 teaches, And do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul, but rather fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Brash, volatile people are world leaders today, ones with natures like their master, crude, cruel, intellectual. It is all about power, wealth, and the things those attributes bring. We were without a doubt forewarned. Second Timothy chapter 3 verses 1 through 4. But know this, that in the last days perilous times will come, for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure, rather than lovers of God. These evil traits encompass most of society. 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 5 Examine yourselves as to whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not know yourselves that Jesus Christ is in you? Unless indeed you are disqualified. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 and verse 2. Now the Spirit expressly says that in latter times some will depart from the faith giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons, 
speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared with a hot iron. Many people say they will worry about getting right with God when the time comes. When is that? How will they know? Matthew chapter 24 verses 36 through 39 tells us, But of that day and hour no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered the ark, and did not know until the flood came and took them all away. So also will the coming of the Son of Man be. There will come a time when the world will have to face God. He may not be on their minds much as of now, and they may without conscience be breaking his laws. But there will come a time of reckoning. Romans chapter 14 verses 11 and 12 For it is written, As I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, lawless man, rebellious angels, evil spirits, every knee and every tongue shall confess to God what will be our testimony. So then each of us shall give account of himself to God. Will we personally be able to stand as evidence that the kingdom of God is alive and well, or will we be evidence for Satan? Man surely doesn't want to stand before the almighty, all-powerful God as one of Satan's lawless ones. Their tainted lifestyles will be exposed and their secrets made naked before all on that day. All spiritual clothing are withheld from such ones. Besides, without God's knowledge, they will not know good from bad. Isaiah chapter 5 verse 20 Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Satan is diabolically opposite of Christ, as are his people, and therefore their way of life. Let us look at a scripture in Second Thessalonians chapter 2, and starting in verse 3, to help us understand more about the lawless ones, who they are, and what will be their fate. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 3. Let no one deceive you by any means, for that day will not come unless the fallen away comes first. People must see the world's church for what it is, learn of the body of Satan, and leave them in obedience to Revelation chapter 18, verse 4. And the man of sin is revealed, the son of perdition. He has been revealed. So now the day can come. The great fallen away is being seen today in a people that are tired of the hypocrisy in the world's church and of the lack of required righteousness and are rapidly leaving. 
Many are indeed fallen away from organized religion and looking for truth and the knowledge of God elsewhere. The Holy Spirit is drawing them, leading them to his rest, where they will be properly fed and prepared for the task ahead of building a new world designed by God with righteousness at its core. Revelation chapter 21 verse 1 Now I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. Also, there was no more sea of altered humanity. Those that are content with the old church and her ways will be drawn also, but not to God's kingdom. As stated before, two bodies are being formed, the body of Satan and the body of Christ. Every human on earth will be harvested to either the kingdom of darkness or the kingdom of light. Just as there is one body of Christ with many members, so there is one lawless body, Antichrist, the body of Satan, with many members. The final battle between God and Satan will determine the fate of those that are a part of their kingdom. The ones left standing in the end will be evidence of who is the victor. Let us continue reading in Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 4. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 4. Who, the man of sin, opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he sits as God in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Satan's favorite targets are therefore the leaders in the church and those that lukewarmly know God. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16 reveals the temple he confiscates. Do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? See how Satan sits in the temple of God? 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? Ephesians chapter 2, verse 21. In whom the whole body, being fitted together, grows into a holy temple in the Lord. The description of the body of Christ, living stones that form the house of the greater David, the Lord, the tabernacle of David. Acts chapter 15, verse 16. After this, I will return and will rebuild the tabernacle of David, which has fallen down. I will rebuild its ruins, and I will set it up. Meanwhile, the body of Satan is busily fulfilling his decree in Isaiah chapter 14, verses 13 and verse 14. For you, Lucifer or Satan, have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven, I will exalt my throne above the stars of God, I will also sit on the mount of the congregation on the farthest sides of the north, I will ascend above the heights of the clouds, I will be like the Most High. 
Let us continue reading in Second Thessalonians, verse 8 through 12, to see how he is thwarted from accomplishing his goals. Second Thessalonians, chapter 2, verses 6 through 12. And then the lawless one will be revealed, Satan through his body, whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth. Truth will quench his lies and demolish his world and destroy with the brightness of his coming through his children of oil, his enlightened ones. The coming of the lawless one, his body, is according to the working of Satan. He is the head with all power of signs and lying wonders. Why we can't trust signs and wonders. And with all unrighteous deception among those who perish. Why? Because they did not receive the love of the truth, that they might be saved. God forewarned us in Hosea chapter 4 verse 6, My people die for a lack of knowledge, because they have rejected me. I reject them. And for this reason, God will send them strong delusion that they should believe the lie. If you're born again, you are saved and okay. I don't think so. That they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness, went the way of the world society. But there is good news for those on the side of the Lord. The body of Christ is rising from God's rest to fulfill His plan for the restoration of this planet and all that is on it. Hebrews chapter 4 verses 1, 6, 9, and 10. Therefore, since a promise remains of entering His rest, let us fear lest any of you seem to have come short of it. We must be faithful to fulfill the part we play in manifesting God's plan as Christ was. Look where we would be today had he not been faithful. Since therefore it remains that some must enter it, those that make up his body, and those to whom it was first preached, did not enter because of disobedience the lawless won't be able to enter his rest. There remains, therefore, a rest for the people of God. Their disobedience allows us to enter today. For he who has entered his rest has himself also ceased from his works, as God did from his. Those in God's rest are no longer serving the world or living their own agendas. There are ones that mentally died to who they were in the world to be what was hidden within God's rest for them to be and accomplish the works predestined for them to manifest to the earth. They are establishing His law in keeping with His covenant. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 16 This is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, says the Lord. I will put my laws into their hearts, and in their minds I will write them. So his laws, therefore his order, is being planted on this earth as his people are obedient. God is a just God. If his people walk in truth, 
obey his law and love him, he will back his law and his word will never come back void, nor will his people that love him ever have to be ashamed to say they belong to him or that they wear his name. One day, God will say, enough is enough, and all the prophecies concerning the end of this evil world will come to fruition. In closing, the Feast of Hanukkah was celebrated by Christ himself because it stands as a memorial of God's intervention on behalf of a people that did not want to give up their godly way of life either. Neither did they want to break God's law to satisfy the culture that had been accepted by the people of that day. So it is today. We want to be pleasing to God. We want to see His kingdom come and His will to be established by His people. We need, as I have stated in other blasts, a worldwide, global Hanukkah. This is why we have said three times that we as the modern-day Maccabees can cry out with one voice, Intervene! Let your kingdom come! And let your will be done on earth, Father! The battle is yours! Forever settle the score! Set us free! For your convenience, we have included time zones with the date and time listed to coincide with the rest of the globe, if you desire to join us, set us free.